Welcome everyone, and thanks for listening to the Leftover Pizza Podcast. Rhymey here, and as per usual, I'm hanging out with my homeboy, Derek. What it do? That was, I hate that so much. <laughs> Leave it in. Don't, don't yeah, cut it out. Leave it's it so in. Good. So good. No cuts. No cuts. <laughs> no cutsies. So anyhow, we know we just kicked off our summer extravaganza off over at It's Dem Boys, but we had to make a minor pit stop for Jurassic Park, which what the third installment is now going in theaters of what, what Jurassic World. Yes, yes, okay, you caught yourself. I was going to say, technically, it's the third Jurassic World, but the sixth overall. Is it really six movies now? Six movies, and some Lego movies, if you want to count those, and a Netflix kids series, if you want to count that. Uh, Some canceled cartoons from the 90s, I don't know if you want to count those, Grimy. Let's. Um, Some theme park rides, if you want to throw that in the mix. Uh, You know, do you want me to stop or just keep going? I'll keep going. Keep going. Go off, King. (laughs) <laughs> no, I think I'm done. I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. That's right. We're sitting here, and uh, by the time you guys hear this, it'll probably already be out in theaters, but Jurassic World Dominion, the much-awaited uh, third, and I think it's the final movie until they reboot it again, but uh, it's bringing everybody from the Jurassic World series back and it's bringing all of the Jurassic Park people back as well, all right? We got Sam Neill, we got Jeff Goldblum, we got Laura Dern. Yeah, uh, They're bringing back the corpse of Sir Richard Attenborough, <laughs> I've heard, uh, reanimating him. Yes, yes. So <laughs> so good. Yeah, this one, this is going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be awesome, and there's no way we could have skipped over any Jurassic Park talk with this momentous occasion. Uh, we're going eight picks total, four picks each. All things Jurassic Park, and I want to give a little disclaimer. You're probably going to notice right away that I'm just like the Batman show that uh, previously happened. I'm a bit of a one-trick pony. Almost all my picks have to do with The Lost World. I'm so sorry! Oh, Jesus. The worst one. God. Uh, It's the worst movie by far, but it had (laughs) the best marketing and the best tie-in, so I can't even be mad about it. Right. So, I want first last time. I'm volunteering you this time. Oh, you're going to volunteer me <laughs> first. Hmm. Yeah, we ain't flipping no okay. coin. It's you, bruh. All right, I got this. No worries. Deep within your psyche, there are fears. Fears you've never known. Until now. You may, you may or may not know, Grimy. I'm a big theme park nerd. Okay. Oh, I know. You know. Yeah, I, I won't know. shut up about it. I yeah, won't shut you up about sip it. Sip out of that fucking Universal Studios mug every single morning. I'm sure. So. Oh, uh, that is true. I do drink out of my uh, very classic Universal Studios Florida mug every morning. Um, and this is gonna be no different. My first pick of the evening is Jurassic Park: The Ride. And that's what it was called over at Universal Studios Hollywood in Florida and in Japan. What I know it to be is Jurassic Park River Adventure. And this is over at the Islands of Adventure Park. Yes, River Adventure. So initially this ride opened in 1996 out in Hollywood, the Hollywood version of Universal Studios. And that was followed by the Orlando version in 1999 
when Universal's second park down there, Islands of Adventure, opened. So that was an opening day ride out there. What is it? It's a big river ride. It's a flume ride, basically. Uh, but it's themed to Jurassic Park. You like flume rides, Grammy? You a big fan? Flume ride. Am I saying that right? Flume? Flume? I don't yeah, know what flume, that is. F-L-U-M-E. You don't flume. know what a flume ride is? No. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right. So the basic premise of a flume ride, and I'm just telling you right now, you need to play Roller Coaster Tycoon after this, okay? You need to get schooled, boy. Okay. okay. <laughs> a flume ride is... Typically, when you get in a big boat, a big raft, a lot of times they're shaped like a big log that's like it's been carved out and you're sitting in a log. Like a, a, a log ride. Yeah, a log ride. Oh, you so know. There's like you water know the and ride. stuff, right? Yeah. It's okay. kind of like a lazy river type of a deal. And then you go up a big hill and it's real scary. And then you drop down, you get soaked, and then that's the end of the ride. Oh, sounds Sounds awesome. Why don't you tell us about this Jurassic Park ride? Okay, well, this particular flume ride, okay, grimy. <laughs> uh, there are no logs that you ride in, okay? There are these uh, Jurassic Park-inspired boats. Kind of think of, like, the Jeeps that they drive around in, but if they were outfitted for water. That's okay? exactly what that's... I'm picturing. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly it. So you hop in these rides, and it starts off nice and slow. You kind of drop down a little bit. You're floating through the water. And the first thing that you come up on are these big Jurassic Park gates, just like in the movie. All right? right? So you can hear the music swelling, the dun, 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 dun. Oh, And then shit. all of a sudden, you're like, oh, God. You round a corner. You see the gates. There's the flames and everything. It says Jurassic Park. And I'm almost... 100% positive that you hear somebody say, welcome to Jurassic Park, and then the doors open. So pretty cool, pretty cool. And uh, as you're floating through this ride, you see all the dinosaurs up close. And there are these really old, rickety animatronics at this point, because <laughs> if you didn't know, <laughs> animatronics are not designed to be in water 24-7. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering that myself. <laughs> so you see the Stegosaurus up on, uh, you know, rocks like 20 feet above you. And they're all squirting water at you and everything. At one point, you come up on this brontosaurus in the water. And it's got this like 20-foot neck like they would in real life. Mm -hmm. The problem is it's so waterlogged and has been for so long <laughs> that the neck is just always perpetually curved over. <laughs> like <laughs> he's supposed to be lifting his head out of the water and it looks like the dude just got a, the worst night's sleep ever. Like he's not sleeping <laughs> on a Tempur-Pedic pillow or something. So like you just hear and it just sounds like he's in pain because he can't straighten his neck out, you know. Uh <laughs> So, anyways, you see him, like I said, you see more dinosaurs, they're squirting water, you're having a good time, then all of a sudden, you pass the raptor cage, just like you see in the first Jurassic Park movie, and I think, if I remember right, the music changes and it gets a little bit more serious, you can hear in your boat, they're like, oh no, something's happening, bad <laughs> things are happening, um, and then this is something I haven't seen in person because I've never been to the Hollywood Universal Studios. And they don't have it in Florida. Oh, but they're slightly different? Slightly, slightly different. Okay. Um, out in California, they used to have the, um, you know, the part in the original Jurassic Park movie where the Jeep goes over the side of the T-Rex cage. Okay. And it falls down. Mm -hmm. 
they used to have that happen where out in California, the, the car would fall and look like it was going to hit your raft. Oh, but if you look over to the left, there's, you know, the Mickey ears that you can buy at like Disney world. And it's a little dinky cap and it's got the Mickey ears. There's one of those floating in the water next to a wrecked ship. So it looks like somebody, (laughs) yeah, they're just making fun of Disney, which is that's that's pretty sweet. I'm into that. Um, yeah, yeah. And so and then in both of them, basically what happens is now you're at a point where, oh, no, something's happening. The dinosaurs are have broken loose. The raptors are out um, and you start going up and you're going up and you're in this tunnel and it's dark. And next thing you know, all the ceiling panels are falling down and there's like steam bursting out everywhere. So it looks like, oh, God, like something really bad's happening. And then you can see raptors like lunging for you as oh, you're going wow. up this tunnel and they're jumping out of the ceiling at you. And you're like, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That would have got kid, me. Dude, I would be fucking petrified. Very intense when you're a child. I'll tell you that. Um, so now you've gotten to the top of the hill and you don't know what's going to happen next. Now, if you go back and you watch any nineties or early two thousands commercials for Jurassic, uh, for Universal Studios, mm-hmm. this part of the ride was always featured in those commercials, which I think is kind of stupid because you kind of give away the big ending to this ride. Yeah, no doubt. But the commercials were cool. Um, so the next thing you know, you look up and there's this giant T-Rex that swings out and it looks like the T-Rex is going to grab your boat right before you drop down an 85-foot drop. Oh. And man... It's a it's a big drop, dude. Oh my and God. of course, it's a water ride, so you narrowly escape this T Rex uh, encounter. You're plunging down. They take your photo because, of course, they take your photo. And then you get soaked when you hit the bottom because you just dropped 85 feet straight into water, and that's it, man. You're soaked, and uh, that's pretty much the ride. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, uh, I love the idea. It's so good. Love the idea completely. Uh, Still wouldn't ride it. I'm I'm not much of a uh, amusement park goer, if you know what I mean. I don't really ride rides or anything like that. I'm a dude mm. that holds all the uh, the the gifts and stuff, and the food, and people's purses, and all that oh, good stuff. I'm yeah. the one that's just like standing there, and uh, especially yeah, when I was yeah. a kid, man. Jurassic Park fucking terrified me when I was a kid. I could not imagine putting myself willingly putting myself into these these rides and just like, Oh look, there's some fucking velociraptors lunging at me. And here's a T-Rex about to tear (laughs) apart our boat. I'm glad one of us experienced it though. I was like that for a while when I was a kid. And then I rounded this corner when I was about 11, 12 years old, where I was just fearless. And I was like, I'm doing anything. I'm doing everything. And now I think I've sort of rounded another corner where some of these, I'm just like, Oh, I'm getting too old for this shit. (laughs) Oh man. I'm, I'm, Yeah, I I rounded basically from being kind of petrified to completely petrified, so. (laughs) (laughs) I will say there is a new Jurassic Park or Jurassic World roller coaster down at Universal called the Velocicoaster, and I did that last year during my trip, and that was too much for me. That that I thought I was gonna fly out of the roller coaster the whole time, and I walked <laughs> I walked off that ride, and my legs were shaking like a little twig, and I was like, "Oh, maybe there are <laughs> things that I can't do anymore." <laughs> this is new. 
Shit. <laughs> exactly. Shit. Literal shit. I thought I might have shit my pants. Luckily, I didn't. But even if I did, I wouldn't wouldn't admit it on a podcast. You did. You did already. Shh. You're supposed <laughs> to edit that part out. <laughs> So you already know that I am kind of, or when I was a kid, I was kind of afraid of Jurassic Park. To be honest, when I was a kid, I didn't even like watching the movies. Like I, I got to the first movie, I got to the part where the dude uh, is sitting in the porta potty and gets ripped out of it by the T-Rex. That was like, I'm done. I'm not watching any further. So stuff like, let's say Jurassic Park cereal from 1997 helped me over the hump. I could be a fan of this franchise now. While everybody was a fan of this franchise, this is the kind of stuff that got me there. So from uh, General Mills, this beautiful cereal box. You've seen this box before, right? I have. I have. I actually used to have this when I was a kid. And I you think because you said Jurassic Park, I just want to just clarify a little bit. This is specifically the Lost World <laughs> cereal. Specifically the it's, Lost yes, World Lost cereal. Yes, Lost World cereal. Was there another one? I don't think that there was another one, but no. uh, I just want to clarify for the folks at home: they branded this <laughs> the Lost World cereal. They did. Yeah, okay. this is this is the Lost World Jurassic Park cereal from 1997. That's right. From That's General right. Mills. This is basically a knockoff of Lucky Charms, as most General Mills movie fronted cereals are. You know, it has the cereal pieces, typical oat cereal pieces, and marshmallows. Uh, they had shapes like Triceratops, Velociraptors, T-Rex, and I think a hatching dinosaur egg. Uh, really, really colorful. Yeah, yeah, yeah really just... colorful striped dinosaurs. Yeah, very accurate in that regard. Yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who? What is more accurate than a purple and white striped dinosaur, you know? I have a couple of them in my backyard right now. Like, I, I can take a photo of them oh. and put it on Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's it. I bet. Bet you yeah. $20 that you won't take that picture and put it up. Yeah. <laughs> so then the, uh, the regular cereal pieces are dinosaur footprints, which kind of look like turds. But they did their <laughs> best. <laughs> it's, it's not hard. To, I wouldn't imagine it's very hard to make a footprint looking fucking piece of cereal, but, uh, I don't know. These look like leaves. Yeah. They're not, they're not very accurate. They're very lumpy. Uh, they I don't are. know. They look like my feet, but that's mm-hmm. not saying much. I don't have uh, saleable feet. Let's put it that way. So. Yeah. But you know, I digress. The, uh, the cereal itself, like I said, lucky charms knockoff. <laughs> it's good, right? You all like lucky charms. Mm hmm. Yes, great rebound for me saying that I can't sell my feet picks. By the way, I that was oh, very say, very. Did you say something that's... about your what? <laughs> <laughs> did I miss something? I said that um these these foot shaped cereal pieces are not saleable because they're not pretty enough, just like my feet. You know, so that's. <laughs> but you know, I digress. The cereal box grimy is beautiful. You know, I completely, it's just I don't gorgeous. know. I, I must have just missed that. I don't know. That was way over. So you're saying you, you can sell your feet pics and not pics of the cereal? No, I, I'm saying they're like my feet in that mm. nobody would want to buy pics of my feet or pics of this cereal. 
What they would want to buy, though, is pictures of this box, of this box art. Am I right? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever put your feet pics out there before? (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying. I can't. My feet pics would not be desirable. I've got ugly ass feet, bro. have, Have you ever tried? I haven't tried. All right. You know what? I, nowhere I'll start is the Leftover Pizza Club on Facebook, our exclusive <laughs> Facebook group. Okay, oh, guys, if fun. you join the Facebook group, I'll put up pics of my feet. All right, this is how badly I want you to join the group. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah. So how about that cereal, Jurassic Park yeah. Crunch? <laughs> Boy, it provides nine vitamins and minerals. Did you catch that? <laughs> That's see, that's way too many vitamins and minerals. If it had like mm. five, then my mom would have bought it. Right, right. So you never had this when you were a kid? Uh, no, I didn't have this as a kid. Uh, I remember seeing it on oh. store shelves. I wasn't really a big fan of cereal, believe it or not, when I was like a, a, a little kid. Mm. I wasn't really a big fan of breakfast when I was a kid. But seeing this box, I remember throwing a fit about it. My mom, you know, she knew me mm. enough. That I wasn't gonna eat the fucking thing. She's like. We're not buying this. Like, you can throw a fit. We're not buying this. But, like, oh, the bright red box, mm-hmm. all that. that It's got this greenery around it, the big T-Rex logo, a nice shot of the marshmallows over top of it. It had marshmallows in it, so I might have eaten it. Right, exactly. Well, you might have eaten part of it, at least. You know? At least, yeah. <laughs> uh, so my grandfather, my mom used to buy me cereals all the time and let me pick them out. So that wasn't an issue, but my grandfather was such a big kid that he would buy all of these limited edition things. Like, aside from this Jurassic Park Crunch, which he definitely bought, and I remember him bringing home, and he was like, Derek, look what I bought. You can eat this. And I was like, cool. Um, At one point, he also bought the Spider-Man cereal based off the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Um, And he would just buy a lot of that, you know, limited one-off uh, release type of stuff just because I, he was a big kid and he, he got a kick right. out of it. He loved to go shopping and he loved to buy new things. So it was sort oh, of yeah. a no brainer. So he brought this home and I remember uh, being particularly excited about this because obviously this was during an age where advertising to kids was huge money, a huge business. You'd always get the cereal premiums. They'd be giving away toys. They'd be giving away mail aways. Um, oh yeah. This one is really cool because you can that. see right here yes. on the box, the picture that you sent me. If you hear this box roar, you could win a Lost World adventure, which right. sounds Imagine cool. opening up a box of cereal and hearing it roar. Fucking barking at you. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a chihuahua. <laughs> Pretty sure that's the noises um, T-Rexes make. Um, yeah, I don't <laughs> yes. know what a Lost World adventure consisted of, but I will tell you that some guy on this site, MrBreakfast.com, claims he mm-hmm. bought over a hundred boxes of the cereal and still eats it to this day as of May 9th, 2015. So, uh, huge shout out to username stocked up on MrBreakfast.com. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stocked up, if you're still alive, hit me up. I'll give you some free feet pics. <laughs> They will be very, very uh, reminiscent of T-Rex tracks. <laughs> Fight! Alright, Grammy. 
I'm a big fighting game fan. Are you a big fighting game fan? Oh, yeah. Yep. What's your... Before we go, what's your favorite fighting game? Alright, my favorite fighting game ever of all time is Mortal Kombat 9. The one that came out on the Xbox 360 PS3. That was perfection. That was the last great Mortal Kombat game. They've tried. Okay. It was yeah, 10 was terrible. 11 was okay. They got it perfect in 9. What about you? Mine, uh, believe it or not, is Tekken 3 for PS1. Just absolutely oh. love that game. So good. Wow. Okay. Well, it's it's funny that you bring up Tekken because my next pick is Tekken with dinosaurs. How does that sound? Does that sound pretty good? It sounds pretty good. That sounds... I mean, it's not too far-fetched seeing how Tekken had, like, uh, a bear and they believe I, they actually had a dinosaur playable character, so that's not too right. far-fetched. Anyway, right, what right. kind of game is this? Is it a, It's a Jurassic Park game? It is a Jurassic Park game. It's called Warpath Jurassic Park. Okay. <laughs> and I went my whole life without knowing that a Jurassic Park fighting game existed. And uh, I have to admit, my life was pretty empty before I found this out. So really? I'm feeling very fulfilled. I'm feeling very hopeful for the future. Now that I know that this uh, 26-year-old game exists, uh, Warpath, Jurassic Park. I wanted to say that title one more time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, really, though. When we were doing some research for the show, I was like, I got to find something out of left field. I got to find something fucking weird. And I started stumbling. I started doing research, tapping away on keys like on CSI. And then I was like, here it is. I found it. This weird Tekken clone with nothing but dinosaurs. So, of course, I had to go out. I had to find my own copy. I did it. I played it. And boy, what a fucking turd this is, let me I, tell you. <laughs> I have to ask now, it, did, did Namco make it? Is that why you keep calling it Tekken? Or who makes this game? You know, that's a great question. Um, I think it was Steven Spielberg. I think he crafted it on his own <laughs> home computer. I think I think in his free time making movies in between that, he said, I'm going to code my own fighting game. Because, you yeah. know, he's a big fan of arcade games. Did you know that? He I loves Rid- that. Ridge Racer. Really? Loves wow. loves Ridge Racer. That's Or Pole Position. Pole Position. That's the game that I'm thinking of. Oh. Racing. Whatever. I don't pole know. Position. That sounds dirty. <laughs> Well, he's he's a little he's he's a weird guy. What can I say? He, that's why he made this game. And don't look it up because that's a fact. You don't need to look it up. Just trust me. Yeah. So on a scale of one to primal rage, how would you rate it? Not primal rage is not how I would rage. rate it. Okay. It is not primal rage. That makes primal rage is honestly a lot better of a game. I will. It is reminiscent of primal rage, um, and it's not very reminiscent at all of Tekken because Tekken. You know, it's one of your favorite games. It's so fluid. Oh, yeah, it's one of the yeah, best. It's just, it. oh, God, it's like buttery smooth. It, it, it feels like instant when you push those buttons and you're, you're right. fighting, having a good time. Boy, this game fucking, it feels like I pushed that button to, to bite them, and it like it takes like two seconds for it to, yeah. to actually do it in the game. Uh, but, like, it's a cool concept. I just can't recommend playing it but i can recommend watching videos of it because it looks like a good time you know (laughs) (laughs) so like don't play it just watch videos of it and long for a game that plays well that's all i can say really uh (laughs) oh actually you know what else i was gonna mention grimy what's that is that this game 
does not know what scale means. Okay. Oh, so like a bunch of dinosaurs that should be a lot bigger are actually the same size. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. that's fucked up. I I played my first match a Velociraptor and the comp- uh, the CPU yeah. picked a T-Rex <laughs> and we started fighting and they were the same size. It's let me tell you. <laughs> two T-Rexes. It's not actually two. <laughs> same size. Same size. Wow. Um, some positives I can say about it. Uh, it's like, it's not the worst game I've played. Like, uh, it's kind of fun for like some shits and gigs, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just can't recommend it based off of it being a fighting game. Like, there's a lot other better fighting games that you should spend your time with. But what I will say is it has the first level that it threw me into. Do you remember the end of The Lost World where they end up in, like, San Francisco or where, yeah. whatever it is and the T-Rex yeah. is running downtown? Yeah. They basically threw me into a level that was that. Hmm. And uh, that was kind of cool. So you could see the city off in the background. At nighttime, it was it was a little cool, I guess. So it looks good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it doesn't look good. It's a PS One <laughs> game, you know, so it kind of, kind of looks like trash. But <laughs> the the idea is cool. The concept is great. It's just you know, yeah. If anything needs a remake, it's this game. That's that's me pleading to the to the world right now to to EA or to video game developers, whoever wants to take this project on remaster or remake Warpath by Jurassic Park because I would play it. I would play a nice, modern, updated, better game, better version of the game. The only suggestion I have is that they put Peter Griffin over top singing the uh, the theme song for Jurassic Park. I feel like that would elevate it a lot. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jurassic Park, where the giant dinosaurs live again, with all the excitement of the movie. Look for the JP mark only at Jurassic Park. All right, so this next pick, Derek, I'm a toy guy. Everybody knows that I collect toys. So the company Kenner, who brought us toys like the Easy Bake Oven, Play-Doh, Star Wars, Batman, Beetlejuice, Bill and Ted, and of course, most iconic, I guess, would be the real Ghostbusters line. A slew of sweet toys came from this company, but some of the best Jurassic Park toys came from Kenner. I I know they had like a bunch of different lines, but specifically when I think of Kenner toys and Jurassic Park, Mm -hmm. the first thing that comes to mind are the battle damage dinosaurs. You know what I'm talking about? I sent you a picture earlier. I I do. Uh, You didn't even need to send me a picture because while I never had them, it seemed like all of my cousins did. It's like right. I couldn't go to a cousin's house when I was five to ten years old and there not be at least five of these toys laying around in their toy box, always missing the chunk of dinosaur yeah. that uh, exposed the flesh. <laughs> they never yeah. had them. It was right. the first thing to go. Yeah, so... When I was a kid, I don't know about you, I had a fuck ton of just random, like, knockoff dinosaur toys, like, before Jurassic Park was even a thing. Um, you would yeah. go to the dollar section at Walmart or even to a dollar store, and they would have these chintzy fucking dinosaur toys of all kinds. I don't know where they come from. China? I have no idea. Like, you could still go to Dollar Tree right now and Walmart and to, like, the cheap toy sections, and they have these stupid fucking dinosaur toys. But, like, I love them. I had two big boxes full of them. I hear that they uh, they come from the land before time. The actually. land before time. <laughs> That's where they're, where they're produced, yeah. 
Listen, can you tell me anything that happens in the land before time? Fuck you. That's a, that's a trap. That's a trap. We were talking about this the other night, and it was my favorite movie as a kid to Same. the point where I burnt out my VHS tape, but I have no idea what happens in that movie. No fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same, same. Just inherited a bunch of the VHS tapes, and I couldn't tell you anything that happened about any of them. No oh, idea. Fuck. No But clue. anyways, so we're big fans of dinosaurs. <laughs> big, big fans, huge fans. Yeah. Love a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> um, But these, these Kenner toys, these dinosaurs, they transcended the typical dinosaur figure. And, like... Especially these ones with the the big chunk out of them. Like, these felt so serious. Like, holy fuck, I have this dinosaur that's missing a chunk. And you see, like, all the guts and, like, you see bone pieces sticking out. Like, I can't believe my parents are buying me this, but okay, I'll take it. I, I never owned them. Like you said, like, all of our cousins and stuff had them. Like, my cousins had them. I'm not even convinced that you could buy them. I think that they just manifested in our cousins' <laughs> houses because they didn't even remember getting them. It's like, oh, those are cool. When'd you get those? I don't know. They've just always right? been here. Oh, did you get them for Christmas? No. They've just always been there. I don't know where they yeah, came it's, it's, from. It's like the turtle sandbox. Where the fuck did this come from? Had it. Fucking true. That always turtle sandbox... It. Or the dinosaur sandbox. They don't even sell those. I'm convinced they've never (laughs) sold them. They just, like, you know, like a stork. It's like, it's sort of like, oh, a mommy and daddy get pregnant. And all of a sudden there's a fucking sandbox outside. That's the same thing with these toys. A kid turns three and they just show up in the house. (laughs) Right. Well, I'll tell you what. One of these uh, battle damage dinosaurs manifested over at Goodwill just like a couple weeks ago. And I totally left it. You need to keep the balance of the universe. You cannot buy one of these. If you buy one of these, the, the, the balance of the universe is, is thrown off. We, All right, Thanos. More wars start. More, more Yes, exactly. Perfectly Mass balanced. Mass plagues As begin. As all things should be. Should I, should I call you Thanos or should I call you, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Yes, call me, oh, fuck, what's his name? I like that. You like I, that? I like that better, yeah. Now, who's the guy yeah. that plays him? Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Just call me uh, uh his Goonie character there. Yeah. No, just call me Oh Fuck What's His Name. I like that better. That's the best. Oh Fuck uh, that's What's His thing. Name, his Goonie character. Hey, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, what can I say about these battle damaged dinos? Uh, I'm looking at the picture right now because, of course, I don't own one because I can't buy one. Um, and his muscles that are exposed look like a big flank steak. So it makes me want to eat some tacos. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and I will say one serious bit here. I always really liked how the dinosaurs were always branded. Oh yeah. With the JP on the side. The JP. Yeah. And all the dinosaurs always branded. Mm -hmm. So, you know. This isn't Fucking some dro- dollar store yes, knockoff. Exactly. See, this that's the real why shit. I think they did that. Like, this is not some chintzy one dollar thing. No, no. These fucking kids' moms made a fuck ton for this. This dinosaur. <laughs> no, they didn't. Nobody <laughs> paid for it. But you know. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got anything else to say about these before no, the sh- no. segment ends? No, that's it. All right, well, I'll catch you in the next one. This is Grimy and Oh Fuck What's-His-Name meeting you in the next segment. 
There is no safety or security when it comes to the prehistoric creatures in Universal's Jurassic Park. All right, Grammy, I have a confession to make. What's that? Um, you know how you said that you were a one-trick pony? Yep. I'm also a one-trick pony. <laughs> what do you think my trick is? I'm going to assume that it's theme parks. Oh, sh- oh shit, you guessed it. Darn. Rats. Darn. If, how did you how did you guess that because of the the list I wrote out and sent over to you before the show started? Is that is that it? That must be no it. no. I'm just I'm just a really no. good guesser. Oh okay. <laughs> All right, my second pick is Universal Studios yet again. But nay nay, this is not the daytime. This is the nighttime and the nighttime of the October month. <laughs> to <Yeah>. be specific. <laughs> only, th- only this is your so, third pick and not your second pick. Yeah, you know, whatever <laughs> I said. It's just throw it out the window, I guess. Well, fuck, what's my name? Uh, anyways, <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. This is an event I've been to a few times. I'm planning on going again this year. This is Universal Studios' big Halloween event that they do yeah, every and, year. And, and for uh, me, this, this is so... I, I mean, maybe I'm looking at it weirder than other people would, but this is so out of left field, I feel like. Like, Jurassic Park at fucking Halloween Horror Nights. I've never been to Horror Nights, but yes. I know what they're about. I know that it's horror movies. I know that it's, like, the stuff that, you know, I have on all these VHS tapes over here. Jurassic Park just seems like such a fucking crazy idea, and it worked. It worked, and it is a crazy idea, and I'll tell you why it was a crazy idea. So... Backing it up a little bit, the uh, maze in question, because that's what they call them. They're not haunted houses. They're mazes down there. Oh, okay. Uh, JP Extinction. That's what this was called. Um, It is out of left field, Grimey, because I think only once in the history of Universal Studios Orlando did they ever hold a Halloween Horror Nights at Islands of Adventure. Oh, I didn't realize that. They usually hold it in the regular... The regular old Universal Studios Park. Okay. Okay. So in 2002, they decided that they were going to hold the event over at Islands of Adventure. And it was kind of interesting because I've been learning about it. And they had an intended um, direction that they wanted you to walk the park. So they basically wanted you to walk all the way around the park. You hit each scare zone. You do the, the maze in each scare zone. And, and you you know start at one end of the park, walk all the way around, finish at the end of the uh, other end of the park. Um so that's never happened before or since. So there is a Jurassic Park section where my Jurassic Park flume ride <laughs> that I mentioned mm-hmm. previously is. So uh, if you're walking the whole length of the park, you do have to go through the Jurassic Park section. So instead of just doing something else, like just making a different haunted house over there, they decided to just run with the theme you're already in Jurassic Park. It's already looking really tropical and whatever. So they designed the whole uh, scare zone around it, and they had people outside, these half-human, half-dinosaur hybrids, walking around. And then you'd go into the actual Horror Nights maze, Extinction, um, and you'd go through, and they'd tell this whole story. So let me read you off the synopsis of what this haunted house was like. Read away. The power is out. The gates are down. Packs of carnivorous dinosaurs are loose in the park, and there's something very strange, very deadly stalking you as well. And a little bit more information. A mad scientist named Dr. Burton 
mixed human and dinosaur DNA to create human-dinosaur hybrids. So that's basically everything that happens there. Um, I sent you a video earlier. There's this yes. really great making of Halloween Horror Nights <coughs> video out. Um, it was released probably in like 2003, but it was about this 2002 season. So you get a really great insight as to how they make these haunted houses. And um, I made you watch this segment. Yeah, it was really cool. So cool. Um, but basically they were just pulling props from the movie uh, back in the Universal Warehouse and just retrofitting it to look like. Uh, you know, Halloween themes and gory yeah. and gross. Like at the right. end of the maze, I know that you saw it. They had a Triceratops head. Yes. Um, and they made yeah. it look like the the head had been ripped right out of the body and the oh, spine yeah. was Fucking hanging spinal out. Spinal cord and, like, and everything. I want to know, when the fuck are they going to make this movie? Well, like- <laughs> interesting that you bring that up. Interesting that you bring that up because... Uh, so those dinosaur human hybrids that I was talking about that were walking around in this section of the park, yeah, they took that idea and they were running with it for a while because oh, remember no that there was a long gap between Jurassic Park three and Jurassic World, right? Like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So this Horror Nights maze actually happened in between those movies, and for a while there before Jurassic World was a thing. That was an idea that was being batted around for Jurassic Park 4 at that time, is that they were going to have these human-dinosaur hybrids. And um, I believe, if I'm remembering right, because I remember reading this back when I was at college on the radio station, and we actually talked about this on one of our shows that nobody listened to, um, much like Leftover Pizza. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um and, and it was going to be that basically they were trying to weaponize dinosaurs and make these like super soldiers, like this, right. these dinosaur human hybrids. Hmm. Um, they never actually did anything with that. So this is the only place that it's ever existed. And it's been wow. captured on film in that Halloween Horror Nights Art of the Scare video, which you can look up on YouTube. And you should look it up on YouTube because it's really cool. But um, yeah, so I am a one trick pony, Grimy. Universal Studios <laughs> all the way. So good. When your giga pets call, you gotta stop. Don't forget your giga pets. Whoa, doggies, Madonna's hungry. Don't upset your giga pets. Dino do. Don't neglect your giga pets. If you want your giga to grow bigger, you gotta figure how to care for your giga. You guys like the Lost World, right? Y'all like the Lost World. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> All right, I know, I know, I know. Not not the greatest, not the greatest. But you know what was good? The Jurassic Park Gigapet, based on the Lost World. Oh, okay. All right, you've got me. You had yeah. me at Gigapet. Who doesn't like a Gigapet? And this isn't this isn't a Tabagachi, by the way. This is straight up Tiger Electronic Gigapet. Yeah, no, don't. You wouldn't want to get those confused. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I honestly don't know what the, the Tamagotchi stands will be jumping down your throat. They'll dis- right. the, disembowel you. Yeah, careful. Yeah. So everybody knows what a Gigapet Tamagotchi is. We don't have to go into that. But they made both regular Gigapets and Gigafighters, where you could make them fight other Gigapet dinosaur owners using connecting points, or as Derek likes to call it, docking. <laughs> <laughs> oh dino docking yes dino docking yes dino docking yes i, I i'm familiar yes <laughs> yeah. 
It came in three different shapes. They were triangular, they had rectangular ones, and round ones. They had two different dinosaurs. There was a baby T-Rex and a baby Triceratops. Uh, I don't know about you, I was really horrible at owning any virtual pet. I never fed them. I, it was more of like a status symbol. Like, when they first came out, you were cool if you had one. And I didn't right away. It was like months and months after. And we finally got like the shitty version of them from Dollar General. It was like a couple bucks. But, you know, it, it was basically this... Uh, animation that was in the uh, the Jurassic Park one for the T-Rex. Like, it's it's pretty much the same thing, spot on. In that one that I had that does share uh, the similarities from The Lost World, when they're babies, they chase mice. And then when they get, like, bigger, they chase uh, cars, which I thought was really cool. You have to raise it and feed it and train it, and uh, you put it in its place when it's being a bad motherfucker and it takes <laughs> shits. And <laughs> I mean, like all the animations are hilarious. I kind of forgot how hilarious the animations were. Like when it's pooping, it just like takes a bunch of little dookies and it has like little lines letting you know that it smells. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> I used to love when, when a virtual pet would take a crap, dude, that, that that's one of the most satisfying, satisfying? things in yeah. the world. You're yeah, so proud, like a proud parent. You're like, well, my digital pet just deuced right on, right on over there. And everybody's <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck is this kid talking about? Yeah. Look, mom, look, look at all the little poops. Look at the crap. Well, all right. Side tangent. Why were we all so obsessed with shit and piss when we were kids? You ever realize that? Like we loved it when a Tamagotchi would go to the bathroom uh, like my sister, they were all buying those babies that would like take a shit in the toilet. Like, uh, and sometimes it wasn't there even like a dog toy at one point that would like take a dump or, or something to that effect. I, I feel like I, they, I wouldn't surprise me at all. And no, I'm, I'm sure that it existed. I, I blame garbage pail kids, man. That shit started in the eighties mm. and our That's parents true. looked at all that stuff and they were like, yeah, my kid's going to like garbage pail kids. Here's a bunch of fucking cards of kids getting like mutilated enjoy <laughs> <laughs> yeah true but it exists to this day if there's nothing that's uh more of a comfort to me it's knowing that like kids today love shit too you know it's like you, you see those new ones they it's like a dancing fucking toucan or something and he sits on a toilet and his like head oh, bobbed yeah. around and then mm -hmm. it shits out the uh the sand the kinetic sand into the toilet and you can watch it taking a shit have you seen really this? no yes. i haven't seen this wow so it's like shitting out nickelodeon phloem yeah, yeah, or, you know, just like the sand, like the moon sand. It, like, shits oh, it into wow. the toilet. That's yeah. insane. So, so if nothing else, kids still love shit. So, like, we got yeah. that going for us as a society. It's oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Hey, little Bimmy, what do you love? I love watching toys crap. All right, cool, love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you still like watching toys crap, uh, luckily enough, you can still watch Tamagotchis take shits everywhere. Uh, they're still around, and not just like the retro designs or anything. They have new ones that are... Yeah. How, how much do you think you paid for a Tamagotchi back in the day? <laughs> well, much like the battle-scarred fucking Kenner oh, toys. Oh, they, they just I don't, don't exist? Think... They just manifest. I don't think anybody paid for them. I think that they just uh, sprung up and they were on our backpack one night after we went to bed. They just popped onto our backpacks, you know? Oh, man, no. I, I, I'm telling you, you're wrong on this one because I remember buying these. These were fucking, they're probably like, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't remember, maybe like 10 bucks, I think. I can't remember. I was uh, going to say, a, 10 bucks maybe? One. 10 or 12 bucks, somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, they have some out now. 
that, I mean, they have all the fucking bells and whistles. They are 85 fucking dollars at Walmart. But you, it looks like, it looks like you can take your own picture and it shows up on the screen. Whoa. Okay. That's, that's the future. The future is now. (laughs) Wow. Now, what if you could take a picture of your face, put it on the Tamagotchi and then make it take shits? I'll do you one better. What if I could take a picture of my own shit and then make my <laughs> shit take a shit? Oh, somewhere Exhibit's head is exploding. In Jurassic Park, the place to go to satisfy a Tyrannosaurus-sized hunger is McDonald's, where something big is happening to your favorite extra-value meal, dino-sizing. For just a little more, get dino-sized fries and a large drink in one of six free Jurassic Park collector things. Dino-sizing. What you want is what you get at McDonald's today. And now at McDonald's Dinosaur. Hey, Grimey. It's 1990-something. Do you know what I'm going to talk about next? Maybe something from McDonald's? Yeah. Do you remember McDonald's? <laughs> only, only us 90s kids remember McDonald's. <laughs> uh, anyways... Yes, I am bringing up something from McDonald's. Uh, 1993's McDonald's tie-in for Jurassic Park. Um, You might have seen these, once again, floating around in your cousin's homes because nobody ever bought them. They just were there in the cabinets, always and forever. Those Jurassic Park collector's cups that came out. Um, You can find these super easily online. Pictures ebay listings they exist in many many forms so i'm convinced that people bought these in droves back then but it had all of those beautiful hand-painted scenes from the jurassic park uh oh, yeah. the first movie the good stuff um, just some really really detailed beautiful uh paintings of like the scene with nedry when he gets shot in the face with some of that uh, stingy goo <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> uh, no, there's four in total from what I was able to find. Um, but if I'm being honest, this is the least interesting part of my pick. So I wanted to get it out of the way early. The cups, big deal. Great. There's a million collector's cups. There's Batman Returns collector's cups. Yes. There were Batman uh, Forever fucking glasses. They, they, anything that McDonald's could get their hands on in the 90s and make a quote-unquote collector's item, they were doing, right? Yeah. I'm just I'm looking them up really quick. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't really have any of these, but they do look fucking awesome. Uh, I'm looking at the one <laughs> the one with the the dinosaur goo. <laughs> Yeah, the dinosaur goo. Yeah, oh, that's. Shit. I think that's the best of the bunch, in my opinion. But uh, they're yeah, all they're all pretty, pretty good. This is the least interesting part about this Jurassic Park McDonald's promotion. Oh yeah, I agree. So the first thing that I found really really interesting, supersizing, actually began with this promotion. But at this point, it wasn't called supersizing. It was actually no. called getting a dino size. Yeah. So. You could tell them when you ordered your food that you wanted to make it dino-sized, which just meant you got more fries, so probably a slightly bigger than <clears throat> large fry. And you got a larger than the largest available drink at that time, which just meant it came in one of those collector's cups that was pretty big, a pretty hefty cup. So mm. 
that's the first thing. So super, uh, supersizing really started with this Jurassic Park promo. That's interesting. See, I, I really didn't know that much like uh, our, our toys that just manifested. I just assumed that, uh, you know, mega sized and all that fucking junk that every place does. I just figured that it was just always there. Right. And that's a reasonable assumption. But you know what they say about assuming it makes an ass out of you and me, you know, it makes so. an ass out of yourself <laughs> bang 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 <laughs> um all right so now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty we've gotten the cups out of the way we've gotten the supersized thing out of the way the yeah. most interesting thing about this jurassic park promo is that there is a deserted mcdonald's up in alaska that is frozen in time grimy i know that you've seen this you know what i'm talking about i have seen it it looks really really interesting really really cool so Mm -hmm. basically there's this mcdonald's up it's called uh an attic island i believe is what it's called in alaska yep yep um and it was uh uh it used to be a military base so i believe Mm -hmm. it was a naval base so this uh mcdonald's existed on the naval base and like a lot of army navy armed forces bases at some point they just sort of pick up and move to another place or they shut down and then that's sort of the end of it mm-hmm. and that's what happened here so at some point they must have been given orders to pack their shit up they're moving out they're going to a different location and they must have done it pretty quickly because there's photos of this McDonald's up in this uh, up in Alaska um, that they literally picked up and left so quickly to the point where there are Jurassic Park and Bobby's World toys still on the outside oh. menu. Yeah. Fuck. So literally, literally those. frozen in time. So somebody stumbled across this a couple years ago and they posted the photos online. You can find them pretty easily. Just type in abandoned McDonald's in Alaska. Mm. Uh, if you're part of the Facebook group, I'll throw some photos up when this episode drops just so it's easier to find. Uh, so that's a little incentive to hop over there, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just really cool when things like this happen because they just become like time capsules in a way. And it's incredible when you look at the photos of this McDonald's, how well preserved it was. I know a lot of times when things get abandoned, shit starts like growing in it and like falling down and falling apart for something that's been abandoned for almost 30 years. It looks pretty pristine inside. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm curious how many people are around it, like, able to go around it. Like, is it is it in a a populated area, or is it like... Right, well, it was part of the naval base, so I think that was most of the population, honestly. So, I think Hmm. when that picked up and left, it sort of just left it, and there's really not a lot of people around, or at least not enough people to justify keeping that McDonald's open. I don't know. That's sick. I would love to visit said McDonald's, see it just frozen. Maybe we'll just go take a trip there. Maybe that's the first leftover pizza trip. (laughs) We uh, head to this abandoned McDonald's in Alaska. (laughs) Let's get it. Something has survived. And it's at Burger King. Four 
collectible watches from the Lost World Jurassic Park. When you buy any Tasty Burger King value meal, get a killer Lost World watch for only $1.99. All right, Derek, so you mentioned a fast food, and now I'm a mentioning a fast food. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when they talk about the fast food, you have to do the Italian accent. Wahoo! Waha! Okie dokie. So, of course, I'm going to talk about the Burger King. <laughs> yeah, so this next one is the Jurassic Park watches from Burger King. Now, before I start, watches kind of seem to be uh, Burger King's thing for a little while there. I know that Taco Bell might have done one or two watches, but Burger King really took this and ran with it for a little while there. They had, like... Oh, they did the Rugrats movie one when that came out. They did some Simpsons yep. watches. I mm-hmm. believe they've done Star Wars watches. And it just seemed like a no-brainer to do some Jurassic Park watches, I'm sure. Absolutely. And I miss the watch thing, by the way. I, I loved a collectible watch back in the day. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Oh, and yeah, by the way, these are from the Lost World, too. <laughs> uh, Everything is from the Lost World, you one-trick pony, you. Yeah, everything except for... Oh, I can't remember. One of them's not, but it probably could have been. <laughs> I, it might have been. The, the Kenner toys. The Kenner toys definitely, they, they did do some for the uh, the Lost World too, but we're, we're just going to not just go gl- there with just this. glaze we'll over that. Gloss yeah. right over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So watches. They made four different watches. Uh, they had the 3D Stegosaurus, the Dino Eye. Uh, they had this thing called Techno Time and... Something has survived, which I think, you know, I couldn't really tell. I couldn't make it out. I never had this watch when I was a kid. It looks kind of like it had like water in it and something was floating around in it. I don't know. Okay. You guys be the judge of that one. I, I That's a judgment call there. Um, they're all really, really cool. The one I had was, I have to say it, it was probably the best, the Dino Eye. It just, I don't know. I've, I had other ones and I was mildly disappointed when I got them. But when I got this one, I was like, all right, we're done. We don't ever have to come back to Burger King for anything ever again so if you haven't seen it the band is made out of this like rubbery dino skin it has that pattern and the eye was like a hologram over top of the uh, the clock itself and depending on how you looked at it it was the dino eye in like bright yellow sometimes it looked kind of greenish some kind of looked kind of uh blue and underneath was you know the time and at that point in time i wasn't really wearing watches or anything like that had this been a quartz watch, I would have still got it. Um, I really didn't care for quartz watches. I couldn't tell time very well. I was kind of an idiot. Uh, <laughs> didn't really pay attention in school. Um, but it was a digital watch, which made me even more stoked to have it. Like, fuck yeah, I can I can tell time on this. I could tell people it's quarter after three with this fucking watch. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at these photos because I never had one of these, and I really don't even remember them, but uh, that is the winner of the bunch for sure. Um, the only thing I'll say about uh, just this photo is that it sort of looks like a cat eye. I don't know if I get dinosaur It does, from yeah, it. It it's very reminiscent. Like eye. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah, you're right. Jurassic cat. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, you could get these with a purchase of any value meal with an extra $1.99 thrown into the side. Uh, some of the items included at the time were the croissantwich, which was breakfast sandwiches. You could get those two for two twenty-two. A fifty-nine cent chicken sandwich, Whopper with cheese, and <laughs> for some reason, oh, the Whopper with cheese. You can only get three of them. 
If you ask for four, they're going to tell you to go fuck yourselves. It's that's that right in the fine print. What did you ask me for again? What does this sound like? McDonald's? You think you can just get dino-sized portions here? Take a fucking hike, pal. <laughs> you can get it somewhere else? Go fucking get it somewhere else then, you bitch. Uh, arguably the best of this menu lineup they had that time, though, were the dino tenders, which are chicken nuggets shaped of dinosaurs, of course. Of course. All this with the catchphrase at the bottom, get them before they're extinct. Oh, man, they don't do stuff like this anymore, you know? Uh, I feel like a lot of things, yeah. like we'll notice with the Sonic toys that just came out, they were kind of a copycat off of one toy that they did back in the day of Sonic. They did, like, the uh, the Sonic one itself where you, like, shoved it on this thing and pushed a button and it would like fly across your your floor they all did that this is just oh this is what all the this is what the 90s was about fucking watches man awesome dinosaur watches 90s kids will remember 90s kids will remember yeah yeah they will remember So I'd say that about wraps our Jurassic Park episode up. I think that'll do it. Yeah, I think I've said everything that I need to say and maybe even a little bit more. I revealed a little bit too much about my feet picks (laughs) and that I may or may not have shit my pants at one point. But um, that aside, I think it was a pretty fun episode. Absolutely. I agree. We'd like to thank everybody here for listening. We will be back very, very soon with some actual summer stuff. We made this a little pit stop. If you're interested in other summer things, right now over at the It's Dem Boys website, you can read all kinds of good stuff. We have the third annual Summer Survival Guide going strong right now with three new articles. One summer photo scavenger hunt is something that we're doing a little bit different this year. There's a flea market haul vlog up there right now that you can watch either on the website or on YouTube. And there's also the It's Dem Boys playlist through Spotify, right? Spotify, yes, that's right. The 2022 Demboys Summer Playlist. This is our fifth playlist that we've put together because Demboys is five years old this year. I can't. Can can't you believe, believe it? it? Beautiful. I cannot believe it. So head there for the summer festivities if you are interested. And if not, just keep listening here. They will be arriving very, very soon. And I think there's one thing Derek has to get off his shoulders here yeah well we've got a couple things that we're going to mention but uh the first being grimy and i have decided and it's nearly finished hopefully by the time this episode comes out it will be out the leftover pizza zine uh i've always wanted to make a a little magazine grimy was down with it we took upon uh the challenge upon ourselves, and it's looking great it's fun we're gonna try to do these maybe a few times a year um so just you know keep an eye peeled either over on our instagram or the facebook group uh we'll announce those sometime soon so not only can you get the zine but we're going to bundle it together with the summer sticker that we made that's uh the design sort of based off of the old ice cream truck stickers that you'd find on the side of the ice cream truck which looks phenomenal thank you Thank you. I appreciate that. If you want to get that sticker, you can get it bundled with the zine. And hopefully you guys are into it because we're pouring a lot of love into the stickers and the zine and just the show in general. Uh, And we're just very grateful that you listen. And if you want to interact with us and if you want to get updates about the show and you just want to talk old stuff or whatever, join us over on the Leftover Pizza Club. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Leftover Pizza Podcast. 
or just head to Facebook, look up the Leftover Pizza Club. Um, you can find it on our Instagram, at, right at the link in our bio, at Leftover Pizza Podcast. Um, just in general, give us a follow, keep an eye out. Grimy takes really beautiful photos, and we just post updates. If you're on the Facebook group, you'll know ahead of time when shows are coming out. You'll get uh, early access to certain videos, and we send you a free sticker. So who doesn't want a free sticker uh, that you joined the club and you became a member? So that's all I had to say. What about you? Heck yeah. And uh, as always, if you're able to, if you're listening to us out there, rate it up, leave comments. Rate, review, subscribe. Yes, exactly. And one other way that you can help keep the show afloat, uh, because we don't ask for money, we won't do that. But if you like anything that uh, we sell, you might want to check out the Obscure Shop. So that's shopobscure.com. T-shirts, mugs, shorts, anything and everything that you can think that 90s kids would love. <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> so just check it out. There might be something that you like, and it keeps the show going. Hell yeah. And with that, we'd like to thank you for listening. I am Grimy from Retroplasm. And I am Derek from itsdemboys.com. And we will catch you next time. Must go faster. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Take it away, Al. Well, believe me, this has been one lousy day. Jurassic Park is frightening.